Hey good people, this is Sharika, EB, and Sabrina. You're listening to The Kickback. Glad you decided to pull up. What's good, Kickback family? I already know how y'all feeling. Y'all feel like it's been forever. I'm going to tell y'all straight up. It has been forever. We miss y'all. We love y'all. But, man, we living life. And I hope y'all been doing the same thing. And y'all been kicking back and relaxing. So... It might be some stuff that's a little different from either myself or Sharika or Sabrina in this episode and the episodes to come, but we're not going to kill you with all a whole bunch of small talk. We're going to get into what you already know what we going to do, how we kick it off and what it is. <laughs> What's the temp like? Sabrina, Sharika, how y'all feeling? Talk to the people. Wow. I'm feeling good. It really has been forever. I have missed the podcast. People have been coming up to me. Are you guys going to start your podcast back again? Yes. Yes, we are. Here we are. We're back again. And I know it's been a fake out because we was back. You as the episode y'all saw before, you're going to be like, wait, but there's big discrepancy. Here's a little, a little tip or a little behind the scenes. We recorded that episode in august we're now in october so there has been a lot of changes so we thought we would definitely catch you guys up but my temp is great because i'm back with you guys on the podcast um there's been so much going on but um i'm gonna hit you guys with you know i know we're doing songs and the song that's on my mind is lovely day by uh kirk franklin which is you know a little remake and my temp is a good, oh, Jesus, look at me. I'll see, I, I'm already messing up. I haven't been on the podcast. Got my phone out here ringing. Um, but let's say a good 82 summer. What are we, Florida 82? So I'm good. How y'all doing? Oh, I have to go next. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm honestly just... Because we haven't done it in so long, I'm out of practice with talking to others. And it's funny because one of my coworkers, we do like these meet and greets at my new job. And one of my coworkers were like, how are you doing working at home? Like you seem so social. And I was like, it's all an act. I'm not social at all. I love (laughs) not being around people and just working. So just having to talk about myself, I'm feeling very awkward and nervous vibes. So I was going to let you be go so I could like, casually get back into it but I've already started so I guess I'll go um it's a new dawn it's a new day it's a new life for me I'm feeling good heck I'm (laughs) feeling great never been better (laughs) so (laughs) what is the perfect temperature um golly okay see this is this is the ghetto y'all I'm using my phone for zoom and my sister is (laughs) calling me and now my my session being interrupted. This is hilarious. I don't even know how to get it from not to beep in. Uh, that's just some housekeeping I'll deal with later. Where was I? <laughs> now I'm all just you were you were you were trying to figure out your perfect temperature. Oh yes. Well, you know, I yesterday was my two year anniversary and love being married. No regret. Shout out to all the people who had everything to say about my relationship. Look at us. It's still the one. We're still Not doing great. To say. Mind your own business. Oh yeah. They know who they are. Wow. Like, oh, well, I don't understand it. Well, one of my old coworkers told me it's because I'm in a biracial relationship. I don't be trying to pay the race card. I don't know if that was the reason. I honestly think the reason is because they don't know my husband and 
they know a version of me. So they just felt like they couldn't understand our match. But I just say, mind your own business. We're doing great. He's still the one. We were in Key West this weekend for the anniversary. And that weather was great. So whatever the weather was in Key West, that's that's what it was. Yeah, I'm doing really good. How are you, EB? I am doing great. If I would have had to put a number on it, it would have be about 88. And I'm saying 88. I'm going to give some of y'all my age because that's the year I was born. And yeah. that's how I'm feeling right now. I'm feeling like a late 80s baby. And it's crazy because the other day, a kid came up to me. Shout out to church kids. And not only church kids, but all kids because they say whatever on their mind. But he said, Mr. Are you okay? And of course, I said, "Yeah, I'm good." Da, da, da. He asked me about um, balding that's on my head. Some I got some alopecia areata for those who don't see me enough. But he said, "Were you born in the late 1900s?" <laughs> and just the way he said it, like that ish, made me sound old as heck. But I was born in the late 1900s, so it is what it is. <laughs> like it's not, it's not like he said something that was factual, so I couldn't get mad at the truth. Like, but it was disrespectful. Okay. It was disrespectful. So the kid is about eight or nine years old, so I'm not going to say that it was disrespectful. If it was probably a teenager or a young adult, I probably would have thought that. But for him, care. like, he seemed so innocent in it, and it was more so of just, That's it was humorous to me, I would say. That's how they get um, you. They would come with the innocent voice with the disrespectful <laughs> voice. No, I think the little kids, Sharika, they just don't have that filter, so they can be just so honest. In late 1900s. The, well, what, what else are they going to say? That's know. what they know. And it's facts. He was born in the late 1900s. <laughs> it just sounds terrible. <laughs> but if I were to say a song, I'm going to put some of, some of y'all up on game because I know some of y'all don't really be knowing the new stuff like that. But it's my homegirl. She's from across the pond or across the way, as some would say. And it's Adele. Adele was on IG Live the other day. And she hit people with a new song called Easy On Me. And she just gave people a snippet. But part of the lyric says, there ain't no gold in this river that I've been washing in my hands in forever. I know there is hope in these waters, but I can't bring myself to swim. When I am drowning in the silence, it said some other stuff. It said, baby, let me in. But I don't know what all that means. But it's just the way that Adele... It's just the way that Adele... Like that little part where she she sung it and she posted a video about it. And I was just like, this... This is just a special gem. Like, she's just a special gem. I now, I don't know all the context to the song when she dropped the rest of it. It might be totally opposite of me, or it might not be for something like me. But after a long, I guess, six years of staying out of the limelight, so to speak, when it comes to dropping new music or a new album, Adele about to be back on the block. And I just want y'all to just go check out. So Easy On Me is the song that I'm feeling, and it's at 88 Degrees. I love Adele. I was about to say, she, I thought the album was dropping on the 15th. I'm like, hold up, it's only the 13th. But okay, I, you you told us it was just a little snippet because I'm like, what did I miss? Have you, any of you uh, seen Adele's Carproof Karaoke? Of course. It is my favorite. I love, she is so, I just love Adele and I love her Carpool Karaoke. And this song might not be um, for in some people, but when she raps uh, Nicki Minaj's verse of Monster, I was like, this is everything. Even though that's, it's not really the most, you know, maybe let's say it's not a very Christian uh, song, but just her energy on that song was everything. So kickback people and friends, 
I wanted to take this little moment. Uh, we're, I know we normally have a different format, but we're going to be just a little free this uh, time around because we're just going to catch you guys up. We've been missing you guys. And um, I want to start and let you guys know some changes that's been going on in my life. The last episode that um, you probably heard, I was talking about how uh, we were, we, we had just all been so busy. I had been working two jobs. I was trying to buy a house. It was just craziness. Well, some of the craziness has settled down and thank the Lord. And by the grace of God, my husband and I were able to close on our house at the end of August. So I'm an official homeowner now. So I'm excited about that. Um, also, I'm still working two jobs, but tomorrow is my last day at my second job. So I will be back to one job and have more time and peace of mind. So I'm just so excited about all the things the Lord is doing. Um, I um, wanted to just um, later on this season of the podcast, I definitely want to have someone on to talk like a realtor on to talk about the home buying process, the state of real estate, because it is wild out here. And um, it, it, it was a very interesting process. And, and I think it's different than it has been in a long time. Maybe there's been other times of the, you know, throughout the uh, years that real estate has been crazy, but right now has been a very crazy time. And so I want to get somebody who's, who's really into this to talk about it because I need, I have questions, okay? After this whole process, I got questions, but you know, it was a very interesting time and I'm so excited to share that with you guys. Anything True. going on with you people that y'all want to share? No, the people, um, if you follow me on social media, you should know enough of what's going on in my life. <laughs> Basically, it's the same old stuff and y'all going to deal with the same old stuff. <laughs> But I ain't got no, yeah, it's just the same stuff. I would say things are good. Um, I think last time I had talked a little bit about having a new supervisor, so adjusting to that. And I can tell you that it's been on point. It's been straight. You know, some kinks that you can always work out and get better at. Mm -hmm. um, but things are, as, as some would say, things are swell on my end. I don't know what swell mean. I'm assuming it means so well. <laughs> Um, oh, I never I'm, thought of that. But so I don't. Well. But I know people oh used to say gosh. swell. But I'm just. Let me, so cool. I'm just assuming that's what it means. But things have been good. Living life, enjoying um, this season of, I guess you could say, for me, um, not being in school or, but still learning, um, and contemplating what I want to do next, whether that be uh, career wise, or whether that be school wise, or whether that be travel wise. Um, I've just been traveling the world. Yeah, that, well, mm -hmm. I've been traveling in America. I haven't journeyed overseas in a while, which is stressing me out just a little bit. But um, I've been able to see a few states the last couple months. So that would be about the only thing that I would say I've been up to. had a chance to see a, a few different spots in the last couple of months. What are those spots, EBD, care to share? Oh, of course. Um, Chicago, Dallas, New Orleans. I think that was it. That was like the main ones, Atlanta, but that's not really a big deal. Um, no, no disrespect to anybody who resides in Atlanta or the greater Atlanta area. Um, <laughs> that is not what I'm trying to say. I'm just saying I make multiple trips to Atlanta a year where it's not something to 
be braggadocious about, so to speak. Um, and then just a few coming up where I'll be going back to Dallas and back to New Orleans and North Carolina, your hometown. I'll be there for Thanksgiving and a few days after and just chilling with family and friends. It, it's nothing like it. I love North Carolina. I, I I just, I love, and this time of year, I especially miss it because where I'm from North Carolina, we get all these seasons, but none of them are too crazy. So like when it snowed for one inch, just like one inch, we'd miss school and the whole town would shut down. So it was just, everything was nice and mild, but this is my favorite season. And Florida is just like the eternal summer. Mm. Not complaining, just saying I do miss seeing the leaves change and having the crisp air and the amazing fall fashion. I miss all of that. So mm-hmm. I'm jealous that you'll be there um, in the, my favorite time of year. I'll send you pictures. Don't worry. I got you. <laughs> yeah, I'm debating if I'm going to. I really I try to alternate holidays with my family since I've been married. But, you know, with the pandemic, even my dad was like, I'm not saying you have the COVID, you know, we black, so we call it the COVID. (laughs) It's like, I'm not saying y'all got it. I'm not saying I have it. I'm just saying maybe stay put and don't bring it here. So we've spent a lot of the holidays just in Tampa since we've been married. But one of my sorority sisters is getting married the weekend of Thanksgiving. So that gives me even more motivation to want to be there. But Mm. we'll see how it works out. We'll see. And yes, just in pictures. And I'm curious, of the three major cities you've been to, the past couple of months, which of those three was your favorite and why? So you said New Orleans, Chicago, and Dallas. Favorite, I would have to say Chicago. And I'm only saying Chicago hmm. because it was founded by a Haitian man. So hmm. super biased. What? On that. Um, so that's why Not I would enough. say that Chicago. And then we had a chance of, um, I guess you could say, doing a lot of different things while in Chicago, um, different tours, different museums, a lot of walking. That was my first time seeing one of the Great Lakes as I walked around Lake Michigan. Um, so that was something cool for me. Nothing wrong with um, New Orleans or Dallas, but it, Dallas was a work trip. Um, so that wasn't really all that. It was just a conference. Um, but it was, Chicago definitely got it. So shout out to Jean-Baptiste Pointe du Sable, who is the founder of Chicago. And he was born in a small town right outside of the capital in Haiti called Simon. That is awesome. I've been to Chicago, but I didn't know that. And when I was there, it was also a work trip. So I don't feel like I've really been there. I need to go there now. And I've just never for been fun. So. Sharika, oh my goodness. Uh, is a friend trip about to happen? Uh, sounds need like to get it our to man me. on board. <laughs> EB about to be back. He told me he was he had such a good time. He trying to go back to Chicago. Okay. The kickback goes to Chicago. We have some connects up there. Let's go. We definitely got some connects, and I can even <laughs> work out transportation and vehicles. Listen, don't play because you know we're we're about that. <laughs> we need another listen. We had the last kickback adventures without you, EB, when we had our little outside outdoor adventures. Now we need a road oh, trip. Yeah. That was we almost had a road episode. You guys don't be mad at me. We were in the car and Shriek was like, do it. And I was like, ah, I'm not gonna do it. But it would have been cool. <laughs> because from the distance oh Sharika by the way did you tell them that you bought a new house oh I did yeah. but I forgot to tell y'all I'm down the road from Sabrina 
Yay! So we're, we're like practically neighbors, even though we haven't really seen each other since I moved here. That's all right. We go, that's going to be changing very soon. But yes, I'm like right down the road from her and Doug. I'm so excited. So should we gotta come our way now. Oh, it's for sure. Dinner party for sure. Um, but when I got a new job, so my old job came with the car. So when I resigned, you know, it, I, I left the car there. So Sharika gave me a ride home and the distance from my old job to where we live, it's like the perfect, like length of an episode. So would have been cool, but didn't happen. That's all right. Y'all are getting this. So we're grateful up in here. You just casually just dropped that. Yeah, I guess it's my turn. I de-popcorn the ceilings in my house all by myself. So I had a week in between my old job and my new job. And it was like the first time in my life, like, because with my old job, there was never really time off. Like it was very much, it very much was 24 seven, even on vacations, people are always hitting you up, blah, blah, blah. I guess that's just one of the one of the things you, t- you can, the situations you can be in when you have a salary job, you don't have to be, but that was the situation I was in. And just anybody out there who's in the performing arts industry, know you're never done because you're always thinking of the next thing. It's just ongoing. So when I left that job and before I started the new job, it was the first time in my life, probably since, was it the first time ever? Well, probably since like maybe high school because college things felt very ongoing with me as well that I had like no project I was like nothing and so I just started to attack my house because I'm such an Enneagram one I'm an NTJ like I rest by getting tasks accomplished and I couldn't just sit and do nothing and watch Netflix for a week so my husband and I've been talking about um, renovating our ha- a house and I knew it would come because he had this house before we were married and it people were like oh are you gonna have a woman's touch and I'm like I am the woman's touch I live here now so <laughs> that's it I'm not like an interior designer but we started with the ceilings and he told me months ago he was like I don't care about the popcorn on the ceilings I refuse to de-popcorn it like let's just move on to the next thing and I was like okay cool and he said if you do this you will do it alone and he was not kidding so he went to work that Monday and I just I just caught the bug so I started to de-popcorn it and it was actually very easy um a little messy but also pretty easy and then that Friday when he because I just did one room a day that Friday when he came home he did help me with the second half of the house and I was very grateful (laughs) So it went a lot faster with him, which I didn't really expect him to help me during the week because he was at work all day. And then I was usually done by the time he was coming home from work. So that's what I'm involved in now. I have an at-home office, which is amazing. And now that I'm home, I'm like, oh, I can like really be a part of the renovation process because I'm home and the people come and give us quotes for this or that. Or a lot of things were just diving into the do-it-yourself. So I feel like I'm in full HGTV mode and it's yes. awesome. The possibilities yes. are endless. I'm all about it. Uh so yeah, that's what's going on with me. Maybe if we get like really rolling again, I'll post pictures on our socials of spaces like before and after. Ooh, so, that's yay. a good idea. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm over here having to do the same. I haven't <laughs> Girl, I, when you talk about them popcorn ceilings, I'm like, do I got the popcorns? I don't think I do, but I'm like, 
I I was highly impressed at your your dedication to de-popcorning your your ceilings because I saw you on the process and I was like, whoa, it, <laughs> it, it, it looks it, it looks intimidating, but I was highly impressed. Trust me, the hardest part is just the prep, the actual taking it off is very easy. And I also didn't even notice we had popcorn until my mother-in-law informed us because <laughs> Doug has always felt like, like I grew up in a neighborhood and well, I won't say a neighborhood. I grew up in a community that really didn't use language like, oh, starter home. And Shriek and mm. Edie, I'm interested in you guys' perspective on this. The way I grew up was this is our house and I cannot wait until we pay it off. Like it was a big deal when mm. people finally got their mortgage paid off. And it usually was when they were close to retirement or just late fifties, not like a, you know, it's just mm -hmm. that. And so I come into this relationship with that thought process. So I'm like, okay, this is going to be our home. I'm putting my two feet down. Like This is my forever home. And he's like, oh no, like we're not staying here. Like we're going to get something else and we're going to just rent this out and blah, blah, blah. And so I'm like, totally thrown off by this and him and his mom start talking about well how can you increase the value if you're going to rent it out and you should probably remove the popcorn and I was like we have popcorn and then I realized I'm not mean do you guys remember that meme <laughs> when they were like if your ceilings look like this you don't have to be worried about Joe Biden's tax plan well oh yeah was, yep. <laughs> I was like oh, okay. so, right so I promised before my mother-in-law said that I never noticed the popcorn on our ceiling I just knew I had a house in a great neighborhood and a bed that was very comfortable to sleep in. You know, I'm a simple person. But then once I saw it, I can unsee it. And then I looked up a lot of things that talked about like the value of your home. And since my husband's intention fully is to pay off this one and then just get another one and then rent this one out, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess we do need to spruce it up. So, you know, the guy came over and he was like, oh, that'll be $4,500. And I thought, mm, no, thanks. <laughs> Uh, I when I realized I could do it myself, I was like, why pay someone else and I can just do it myself. So that's the biggest change that I'm dealing with every day, especially because I work from home now. So I see it every day. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, this we're ready for a change. I will say one more thing though. Uh, it's like that book. If you give a mouse a cookie, I don't know if you guys have ever read that, that, but it's like, you know, one thing always leads to another. Mm. Oh, the popcorn. But then when the popcorn guy came, it's like, oh, well, what are you going to do about your lighting? So now the lighting guy has to come and put some cans in. And then the paint guy comes and he's like, uh, are you going to keep these baseboards? Because we hate quarter round. I don't even know what quarter round is. So Girl. now evidently we have to get new baseboards. And I'm like, holy cow. <laughs> like if I knew <laughs> that it's, it's so many little things. But the great thing is we're on our own timeline. None of this has to happen overnight. We can just take our time and do this. And it's a really, for me, it's kind of like a fun, relaxing way to put my creative energy because my other job was very creative. And my new job, I use creativity, but not in the same way. So now I can kind of put that energy into my home, which is, it's exciting. I feel attacked. Sabrina, have you been talking to my husband? What? <laughs> because... <laughs> The take your time on your own timeline has been my biggest struggle with this house. I'm like, I want to do everything and I want it done now. <laughs> <laughs> but I have been trying to get myself to realize I'm on my own timeline and I need it. Everything will get done in its own time. There's no rush. 
No, I think we kind of feel the rush energy because we're used to shows like, um, mm-hmm. what was that show called? Like, home, oh my god, home makeover and everything happens. Yes, week. Fixer doesn't happen like that. that in real life, right? My now. mom said <laughs> the same thing. She said, You were watching too much of that HGTV, <laughs> exactly. Just take your time, and then also, if you take your time, you really can do the research that's required to get what you really want and get the best deals and not. Let's say you just rush and get a certain floor and then next week you see another floor that you love, you know, and mm-hmm. it's because you rush. So that was just an example because I have no clue what floors we're going to choose. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, that was a really long answer to your question. So I'm going to put the, the baton back in you and Evie's hand because I'm curious about the language you guys grew up with when it came to homes. Are you used to terms like starter homes? Did you grow up thinking I'm just going to buy one home and that's my forever home? I know Edie's talked about building his own home. Like what, what were you guys' conversations about that like? So for me, um, like we've, like at least now, we definitely have more, I guess, knowledge or insight on what a starter home would look like. Uh, me and my wife, we currently are in a Decent one-one apartment, but it's for the low. So if it's up to me, your boy would never move until I have kids. If it's up Amen. to me, <laughs> um, but my wife feels otherwise about that. So we have to figure out, you know, some form of compromise, and we have to effectively communicate that in-house and figure out when we're gonna move into a, another house. But I like where I'm at. I've been here for a few years, and when I mean it's for the low, and these people take care of me, it's like, why would I go somewhere else? Wow. If I got X issue, they come in to handle that. If I got X issue, they come in to handle that. If they got this issue, they come in to handle that. When I move into a house, that's going to be my issue. That's going to mm. be my, well, it's going to be our issue, me and my wife. It's going to be our issue, our bills, us calling somebody else who's not doing that for free. So that's part of my hesitancy to move into another place. And, you know, as of from what I know, she's not pregnant right now. So we don't got no room or need for anybody else. Um, and I can just say that, like, I love my family. I love my nieces and nephews, but they can't say, hey, I want to go to Uncle E.B. house because the couch ain't going to fit you. Like, no, you're going to come visit, say hi, and you're going to go back home. But if we move into a house, people might feel a little more comfortable or me knowing my wife and how compassionate, not saying I'm not compassionate, knowing how big her heart is, not saying my heart not big, how nice she is, not saying, well, I'm not nice, Um, but it will be a little more challenging for her to say no to some of our lovely family members on both sides, not just my side, on both sides, than it would be for me or than it would be for us in this one-one right now because just ain't no room for another person, you know, or another person to come outside of us too. So that's one. But as you mentioned earlier, as far as the language of a starter home, as a kid, never knew that existed. I stayed in two, well, let me take it back, back skills three. I stayed in three houses growing up, but two were before the ter- but before I turned five, so I clearly don't remember those. But the same house that I was in since March of 1993 and on the same property that our family was in, there's the same house that my dad and my siblings who still stay at home are in today. Like they have not moved, like, and they have no intentions to ever move. We've actually just been having recent conversations where two or three of, two or three, I want to say three, three of the 11 or so siblings who have been talking about different things have said they want to sell the property where, where all the other eight or nine was like, absolutely not. Like almost all of my memories are from that location. So 
there's no intentions to sell it. So I never knew what a starter home was. But now recently, as again, as I was saying, me and my wife, as we talk, we said we'll move into something that we are OK with or that we like or that we think is decent. And then once we start having kids um, or in that process, we would build somewhere. Like So even recently, just to give people some game, that has helped me out. It's not something that I've done yet because I haven't signed no paper. I haven't given no money to nothing. But something I was just looking at recently was I was looking at how inexpensive, um, and I'm saying inexpensive in my thoughts for me. I don't know how it is for everybody else bank account, but acres of land is in various parts right outside of the city where it will take me a good 30 or 40 minute commute to get to where I work currently. But the amount of land that people have in this Zephyr Hills area that I was looking at, I'm going to throw it out there. But I was like, oh, I could get a house there for now with all of that property. And then through time, build my own house on that same land. And one of the reasons I say that is because I just saw one of my best friends. Well, let me take it back because he's not one of my best friends. One of a close friends of mine. He's not my best friend. No beef with him. But a close friend of mine, he just recently him and his wife, um, and they don't have kids yet, but they just purchased about 12 acres of wow. land with a nice size four to home. And he just now dubbed it his last name slash estate. So it'll be like the Brafil estate where if family wants to build there or if a cousin or kids, if they were to have kids, like they have all of this land to look at. So I started thinking long-term um, and I know this is a long-winded answer, but I'll wrap up with this. I started thinking long-term where if I were, if God were to bless me and my wife with kids, um, if in-laws were to have a need to stay with us mm. because of old age or some form of support, if a family is having um, hard times and we are their only crutch that they feel like they can lead on to, like, are they able to still feel some form of independence without being under, like, in a sense, our roof? So like, mm. what would something like that look like mm. as far as supporting them, getting them back on their feet or just having them there for a short term period? And because of how big my family is, especially um, is like if we have family functions or gatherings, like what would that look like um, where we move to next? So that's just where I'm at. I didn't know anything about starter homes until I got into adulthood and start hearing people like, oh, we'll have this house for a few years and then we'll move into our, our dream home or we'll build our home or we'll stay here where our home is being built, vice versa or whatever. And I'm like, dang, I felt like when I'm moving to my house, that's my house. I'm like, I don't, I, I don't have my system moving again. And that's one of the other conversations I did have with my wife. Our next move, I want it to be like a five, 10 year move. Like it can't be uh, I'm moving now and then I'm moving in another year or another two years. I highly dislike moving. I like being where I'm at. Like I, I move because I feel like that's where God is planning me. And that's one of the reasons why I can't do some of the things that other people do, because you're just not going to have EB moving around every two, three years. No shade to people who do. <laughs> wow. Um, I, I, that, I, when you said that 12 acres, I'm like, what do they do with all that land? But I love the idea of like having places where people can like, your family can have a place. And I love that idea. Like that sounds so great to me. Um, to answer your question, I did not know of the term starter home. That's not an idea that I like grew up with. We, when my, when I was a baby or like my family's from the islands, when we were like a lot of people 
like my grandmother and grandparents had a huge house. So a lot of my aunts and uncles, my parents included, like when they got married, they moved home. They were home, stay there for a little bit until you got out and got your own thing. So we moved to the States and we lived in an apartment. Then my parents bought a house and then we lived there and then we were going to move. So I feel like I kind of moved a lot. And then as an adult, I've moved a lot. Even married, I moved a lot. When I got married, we moved into, I moved into the apartment my husband had one bedroom. We moved to, we should have stayed with the one, one like EB, but I'm like, dude, if I want to invite people over, I want to have people. So we moved into a two, two, and then we moved into, then the rent was starting to go up. So we rented, so we rented a three bedroom, two and a half bath house. And we were there and I was planning on staying there for a good bit because the rent was pretty decent. Um, and all that. So we, this is our third, we've been married for just five years. We moved for three times and we literally just moved the fourth time, fourth time as we bought our house. But I wasn't planning on leaving that house that we were renting, but they told us we had two and a half months to get out only to, to find out. I just found out a few weeks ago because I looked on Zillow. I'm like, did they sell the house? Like why they want us to leave? They raised that rent over $600 from when we were there. And I just was like, that is wild. Yikes. So, that greed is next level. I know. So from when we were there, they I'm sorry to interrupt you, but dang. So you're fine. Over $600. Like, that was crazy. So they knew they couldn't ask us for that money. So that's why they just asked us to get out. And 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 it's it worked for us because our mortgage is cheaper than the rent they raised it to. So that was so that's a blessing. But um I and like you, EB, because I moved a lot, I don't like moving. I rather, I want to sit still now. But I will say that my husband's like, you know, we could stay here. I don't care. I do kind of want to move from here at some point, not anytime soon. But I, so maybe the idea of starter home is like now in my mind, I'm like, this is our little starter home. But I would love a huge house for the idea of having kids but also family and just building that community and having places for people to come but yeah I will see how that goes but the idea of building my house is would be like a dream I don't know if that's something I would ever do but it is would be a dream come true for me to build my own house I would love to do that um one day so let's see what the Lord has in store but um yeah it, it is interesting um coming from for me like my husband the house his mom still lives in she had that house before he was born and she is still in that house wow. that's not an experience I've ever had so it does sound cool to have a place where you can go back to so I get how some of your siblings are like no all my memories are there I just I don't have that experience I'm really looking forward to the episode we have when we have a real estate mm-hmm. person on because I wonder, and this is just me thinking aloud, if that concept of, oh, this is my starter home and I'm going to pay this off and da, 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 I wonder if that comes from a place of privilege, which I get it uh, because something my husband told me early on when we were dating, he's like, why are you renting an apartment? Why not just buy a house? Like all this rent money is just going somewhere else. And if you buy a house, you're investing in yourself. But I mean, in Sharika, you've just gone through the home buying process. The 
fat like he was in the marines for five years and he saved like all of his money because he already knew what his plan was going to be Mm. which kudos to him i can't imagine being 20 years old making the money he was making and being like oh yeah i'm gonna put this much in a a roth ra and then the rest on the down payment on the home i wasn't thinking like that i was like where's the nearest chick-fil-a and the mall so i can get matching outfits with my friends so (laughs) yeah you know he just the mindset was different but i'm thinking at 25 the thought of buying a home would have been very daunting to me Mm -hmm. you know like and i'm like i don't have uh, 20 percent to put down anywhere and you know my fam- I don't come from a family that would have been like, oh, we'll help you out. Here's 20%, you know, for your, your for your home. So I'm curious about that, if it's really just a, a conversation that happens for people who are of a certain social economic status, or if it's just, if it has nothing to do with that, you know, it's more just about understanding how to reinvest in yourself or whatever else. It, it is, it is a, it is very interesting. I will say, um, along these lines of this topic, I had a, I found this story and I wanted to share it with you guys. It is a little, it's a sad story, but it, it was. Oh, Sharika, here you go. It's sad. I'm sorry. It's sad, but it's <laughs> wild. So I'm going to share just two seconds of my little home buying process. So the real estate market was the real, the market is, was so crazy when we were trying to buy a house. Like we, you just had, like everything was flying off the market. Like there's not enough houses for the amount of people who are looking for homes. So you have to buy quick. So, um, a good friend of mine, ours, actually, she, we've had her on the podcast, my friend Maggie, you know, she told me, you know, she ended up having to buy her house sight unseen uh, because she was living far away and it was the whole thing. And I, so she was like, don't be afraid if, you know, if that's something that ends up happening. Lo and behold, that ends up happening to us. That was not the plan, but because things were going so quickly, if you saw something you better and you thought it was something you want, you better put an offer on it because it will be gone. So I pray that, you know, things get better where it's not that way, but that just happened to be our story. I did not see my house in person until I had, um, was doing the inspection. I came the day they had the inspection. My husband did not see our house in person until literally we had signed the papers and bought the house. After they gave us the keys was the first time he saw the house. So I say all this to set up this story. So I saw this and I thought it was crazy, sad, and but inter- weird. So it says a Virginia, um, the Virgi- a Virginia community is mourning the loss of a local real estate agent who was fatally shot by one of his clients what? in a murder suicide on Friday about six p.m. Horsemith police respond to a house in Bowling on Bowling Road. Upon arrival, officers encounter an 84-year-old man, Albert Albert Bolt is Bagalon, B-A-G-L-I-O-N-E, who was armed and said he had killed his realtor. He um, then went back inside the home, and a moments and moments later, the officers heard a gunshot. When they entered the home, found both him and the realtor dead. According to the neighbor, he had signed a contract to purchase the home without seeing it and was unhappy. 
He bought the house sight unseen from Alabama, moved here Thursday, called the real estate agent Friday to rent, um, to return the home to the, um, to return the home. The neighbor, that's what the neighbor said. And then um, the realtor, 41 years old, had gone to the home in hopes to help the guy feel better about his purchase. And I don't know how it turns from, you know, the realtor going there to have a conversation with this man to this man now killing the realtor and then killing himself. I thought that was wild, crazy, and um, not not to be ageist, but uh, <laughs> just a horrible way to start something. Because <laughs> when people say I'm not trying to be racist, but I'm always like, nope, just don't even say it. <laughs> Question: Did you say the man who purchased the home was eighty four? He's the one who shot the realtor. Eighty four years old. Now all that wisdom, and you didn't. Wow, sir. sir. I I know the times are in, but golly, it's what like it's so many things to sir. Okay, you're eighty four years old, sir. What? You've been well, here. I'm not hating on him buying a house because, hey, you're 84. You probably amassed, you know, a great little coin. Do what you got to do. But I'm like, the fact, I think, yes, Sharika, we're in a hard time with real estate and you do have to buy sight unseen. But I feel like if I'm 84, oh, I'm seeing that house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, I'm like, I've been on this earth for 84 years. I know how people dupe and slide and all that kind of jazz. You know, you're 84 and you're shocked that this happened to you to the point where you're going to murder someone. I don't know. Evie, you're pretty wise. What's your take on this situation? So, like, of course, it'd be one of those things that's like, I don't know enough. I don't know what happened when they connected with each other. Did the realtor and <laughs> the potential buyer have beef? Did did were, were words exchanged that was like, you know what, I'm just going to do this. It's like one, like I always say this, and this is hopefully this is not, and I'm, I know we just talk about, we talk about these things often of like, if you have to preface it with something, then it probably is. But in no way am I trying to be insensitive with this next statement. But if you have intentions of killing other people and then killing yourself, just off yourself. And I don't say start along. with yourself. I know that's terrible to say. That's just me. Start with now yourself. The, that, now, the other part of me will say, if, because I, from what we see, at least in some notes or in what some people leave for the people to, I guess, to be able to look at is, hey, this person disrespected me or this person tried me. So I oh. killed them. And now the grief or the trauma that I'm dealing with after murdering someone, I can't bear that. So I'm going to, in a sense, turn this, in most cases, this gun on myself then like, I don't know how to deal with that, but it's like one of those things which is like, that sucks for somebody who has experienced life that long of 80 or so years, and then that's how you go out with killing somebody and then killing yourself. That's just wild um, and baffling to me. But I don't know all the details, so it's hard to speak on that fully outside of, I wish we would have knew the story. I know I, I part of me is now just even having like two minutes more of talking about it is feeling more compassion because imagine Sharika imagine you save your coins for 84 years and finally you can get that house 
and you paid for it, you saw the pictures, it would be like if you showed up and there are like rats running around in a hole in the ceiling and it wasn't reflector reflected and the realtor is well like well you sign the dotted line we don't know the situation but I'm thinking uh, I don't know if I could murder someone but would that lead me to punch someone maybe I could get violent we don't know the state of the home when you showed up to it you know I mean I this is as someone who has bought a house sight unseen part of that is you're taking a chance you are taking a chance. You know what I'm saying? Like, I bought this house sight unseen, but I sure pray, Lord, <laughs> you need to go before. And I mean, and mind you, like, we saw, I saw the house and we had put an offer in. So I, you know, I saw the house after we put a offer in on a house. So technically, I didn't buy it. I mean, if I really needed to back out, I could have, there could have possibly been possibly been a penalty for that but I blame I'm sorry sir I don't know how long you were saving your coins up for but this is on you one like I said yes it is on him because you taking a chance you buying something you haven't seen you're taking a real chance so if it's not what you expected then unfortunately it's on you too it, you don't buy a house in a day. It takes several, it takes time. Like there are, it took several weeks. It took a lot of paperwork. It takes a lot of time. Now, I don't know, maybe he couldn't make it from Alabama until to Virginia in those weeks. You ain't got a niece, a nephew, a son, a, a cousin. Nobody can make it up there to double check for you, walk through. I mean, I'm just like, sir, you, you bought the house. Yeah, but he could have really been lied to. That's why I'm with Evie. We need more information. But that's what I'm saying. He could have been lied to, but that's what I'm saying. He didn't have anyone that could go up there in the weeks, months that it takes to buy a house. Some people don't have anyone. Sometimes I think we forget how really, how truly blessed we are to have what we have. Like all three of us on this call, not only have really strong and awesome families, we have friends who are like family and we're a part of a church that has such a huge network. Like it, it's incredible. And I think it's hard for us to think about the fact that there's some people in the world who I heard a story the other day about this guy in Tampa who died in his apartment and no one knew for three months. They only found out because the smell was so bad. The neighbor <sighs> was being nosy, went to the sliding door and the flies were so thick on the sliding door. And they're like, oh, he must have died. Like none of us on this call could die for three months and no one, you know, be dead for three months, not die for three months. But you know what I'm saying? So I'm with Evie. I want more details. I agree with you. You, especially at 84 years, you know, you think that you'd be acting with a little bit more wisdom. That being said, there are truly corrupt people out there who will screw you over and won't give a blank. And I think in the face of that disrespect, it could lead someone to do something horrible <laughs> you know like ah that's also wild like as you highlight that story because i remember read, either reading it or seeing it but like you are right like three months like one that, that is a very long time but then sometimes we wonder like why that neighbor looking at me like that or that neighbor is nosy or why they in my business but sometimes mm. those might be the only people in their life where mm. you like for some people like you need that 
Like those people, yeah. like, I don't know, just naturally, and not everybody don't deal with this, but I know we all know people who do. There's a sense of isolation or depression or loneliness that comes with not only just the times of these past two or so years, like, or a year and a half or so with COVID, but even before COVID, people were living this way. Where it was mm. like, how do I, I don't have no family. I don't have no friends. Um, so for somebody to be, in a sense, out of sight, out of mind, for three years or three three months and nobody has a clue is real wild to be um but dang that's crazy that is crazy i know i'm sorry i feel like i hijacked our no, episode we just no, need to call this the home like I, this I homecoming october episode because i have another question for you guys that's related to homes and then i guess even though we're almost at or like after time question. Can I ask a question about the dead man for three months? This oh, is yeah, gonna be course. really trash. My question, but oh, this is that came in my head. How do the flies get in the house? I don't know, girl. There is a fly at Eddie V's around my plate. But I, I mean, like that's a door that's opening and closing. But <laughs> someone's been dead for three months. That means the door and the doors and windows haven't been open. Like, how do the flies get in? I think it has to be like, have you ever had like a plant or fruit in your house and then it goes bad or something and those little gnats appear out of nowhere? It Where has to be like the faucets, up? right? I, like, yeah, so like with those type of things, and I'm not, I'm not a, I, don't, I guess I'll say, uh, I'm not a pest control expert, but like those things naturally, <laughs> as the body, um, as the body decomposes, those things mm-hmm. will just happen. Like with those and maggots and all of those. I think they call maggots. Yeah, yeah. Like all of those would naturally just happen. Um, I, I don't want to say organically, but that's what happens. And then for they some, come they might come from? through AC vents. For some, Ooh. they come through little cracks. But it just happens. Like it doesn't necessarily. I don't think it's like a specific place. Um, that it's like, oh, they came through the door. But like, some stuff get through the cracks of your doors without even recognizing it. Mm. Ugh, that's why I want to be cremated. Please don't let them have my body with like bad makeup and a weird outfit on in a casket. If I die young, cremate me. That's the end of the song for me. <laughs> Just burn it all. Okay. Noted. <laughs> I'm taking notes. <laughs> Thank you, Sharika. <laughs> okay. Now what's okay, so your other home quick, question? Uh, my home question. So you guys are into building your own house. That is terrifying to me. It's very, it seems too daunting. When I'm presented with too many options, I tend to freeze. So I'm not really on that vibe, but I do have like an idea of what a dream home would be for me. So I'm curious, what are your like top three things in your dream home? If money wasn't an obstacle and you could live in any state, any place, Mm. Evie, Sharika, top three things if you need time to think I will go first because I kind of have things go. in mind that uh, Sharika you said you're ready no 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 I said you go this cop this topic it's- is exciting to me I know we we have a whole episode about homes uh okay so I have always loved the idea of a wraparound porch where mm. I'm from in North Carolina everyone has a porch and where I live in the Tampa Bay area for the past seven years I don't really see a lot of porches. And I'm like, what gives? Where are the porches? You know, in North Carolina, it was huge. Like, you sit on your porch, like, for hours in the day and see neighbors go by. That's how you know what friends are, you're going to be able to play with because you're on your porch and they came outside or they're drinking Kool-Aid. They invite you over to have some. Like, the porch was, like, a big 
deal and like a hub for a lot of the fun things happening in the home and with friends. Um, so I really miss that. And if we were ever, which I shouldn't say if we're ever, I know my husband has no intention of us living in the home we're in now forever. So when we move, I don't know if we'll be able to have a porch because we live in Florida, but I would love to find a porch and a wraparound porch. It's like next level, but love the idea of a porch. I know I've heard that in Florida is not so much of a thing because of the mosquitoes and then you have to have a screen and porch, whatever. So, um, honestly, I'm not tied to Florida. <laughs> I mean, I live here. We have great family and friends here, but you know, I do love my season. So I want a home that has a porch too. I want a home that has a fireplace. Once again, I understand that I live in Florida, but I love the coziness of a fireplace. I love the idea of like curling up with a good book. And to me, it's not the holidays without a fireplace. Like what the blank, we hang our stockings over the TV mantle. And I'm like, this isn't the way it goes. Like <laughs> I want a home that has a fireplace. Love it. When I first moved to Florida in my one bedroom apartment, I did buy one of those little fake fireplaces off of Amazon. It wasn't even like a fireplace. It was just like the logs that you can turn on and they glow and make the sound of one. So I want a porch. I want a fireplace. And my third thing, um, honestly, have I, I think those are, oh, oh, I know what my third thing is. It has to do with the bathroom. I love, I do, they call them garden tubs. Like they are like circular and they're huge. Do they have a name? I don't yes, know where I got are, garden tubs. They do have garden tubs. Yes. That's yes. Okay. So I want a garden tub. And even before I was married, I've always wanted a garden tub. Love a good uh, bath situation. Love a garden tub situation. And now that I'm married, I'll throw in two sinks. So I know for my husband, his dream home involves stairs. Having lived in a place with stairs before, I can take it or leave it. You know, once I get upstairs, I'm done or vice versa. So I'm not really tied to having a place with stairs. Also, I'm kind of somebody who gets spooked easily. And if I'm upstairs or downstairs and I hear a sound, I don't want to have to go very far to investigate it. So I'm not tied to stairs, but I know my husband, he's just always felt like a two-story home. He just wants like a two-story home. So those are my three things. EB, are you ready? Or Shrika, have you had a chance to kind of think through it? No, nah, I can go ahead and go, um, unless Sharika want to go. Sharika, go ahead. Hi, oh, so I would say for me, um, and as you mentioned, some of yours, Sabrina, my wife would probably agree with you as far as a wraparound porch. Um, but I can tell you that one of the reasons you don't see a lot of those in Florida is because it wasn't a lot of massive business going on down here in Florida <laughs> like it was in North Carolina. <laughs> so that's why you saw it all over North Carolina, because there was a lot of enslaved people, sister. <laughs> Me. How dare That's what it was. Massa had to be able to walk around to see the plantation when everybody oh, was working. No. <laughs> now Literally, let me stop. My stomach is sinking out. <laughs> I hope this isn't real. No, that is oh. part of the reason, though. No, no, no. That's like <laughs> just because even if you look at those, and I know we don't sit here and watch old movies like that as other people may do or get enjoyment out of. Shout out to our oppressors. Um, but a lot That's of the time, because the mass, the master. He would walk around and check on his property because, you know, like those back in those days, you had that long, likely that long driveway. And then all everything around is that property. So they would be able to see like all the workers at work, so to speak. 
Um, okay, well, but, I take it back. I want a magnolia tree instead. Magnolia <laughs> trees have nothing to do with slavery, and I love them. So <laughs> one of the things that I would say, um, as far as a dream home, I, probably I want every bedroom to have their own bathroom. That would be mm. my ideal dream home. And also you have like a half like downstairs where people don't have to go in somebody's room to use the yes. bathroom. Yes. Um, I feel like that's part of like, so let me say, I guess I'll say in best way, every room would be like a master suite. That's my idea. Like walk-in closets, all of that. That's my dream, ideal dream home. Another one would be like, and I don't know if it'll be specifically magnolia trees or oak trees or or even palm trees, but like a long, long, like a, a long driveway before you get to the house. So like real lighted up and it looks crazy, not crazy, but it's like, Oh, snap. Where are we going? I feel like I'm going on a field trip where the house is like ducked off in, I won't say the woods, but just nice property surrounded. So a long extended driveway. And I want either a really, really large backyard or a extremely nice like lanai porch type setting. And I say backyard only because in my mind, I would want like a basketball court or a tennis court or something like that where I can call, hey, Michael Jordan, you want to come up and shoot hoops? Hey, Naomi, you want to teach my daughter or my son how to play tennis? Like those type of different things in my backyard. That's why I was talking about those acres earlier, because you get to plan and do what you want in like your property. I don't feel like I have to go somewhere else. So that's a little bit of my ideas um, for my dream home or what I would like. And I think what one day me and my wife will end up building. And he got famous friends, Michael Jordan and Naomi. Okay. Yeah, they're going to pull up and come through. You were speaking, E.B., I could see it. That's what I loved about your top three things. Like I saw coming up the long driveway in the trees and going in that downstairs half bath and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Love it. And we would end up having a wraparound, too, because Judith, like her, her mindset, like kind of always been on that. So we would, we, we would definitely steal that from you as well. Wait, did you tell Judith the history? Yeah, she don't care nothing about that. She don't care nothing about the history of it. Like, not she doesn't care about the history. It's just that doesn't make or break her having that in her house. Because she, she, like we talked about earlier, like loving to host people. And then like, you know, not not, not saying, oh, I want everybody in the house. But if you were to have a gathering, like you don't want everybody to feel crowded inside where they can have like a porch and small little like i know we have friends who have some of those small little fire pits where you can have that around and people Mm. have nice either either benches or chairs where they can get comfortable um where even for us as parents if we have our kids playing on our acres of land or their friends who come and hang out we don't feel the need to be out in the sun with them like we just sit under the wraparound porch and we can just walk around our house and check out our property so yeah uh your servants (laughs) (laughs) yeah little minions going to work (laughs) love it hey go grab those mangoes off the tree for me my dream house i'm so excited um the idea of a building a house doesn't really is not that daunting to me because in the island people build like a lot of people build their own houses like my everybody in my family pretty much built their own house um, so I know that I know a lot of people who have done it, but so I'm like, I'll get one of those people to figure out something about the house. But the thing that I want in my house, this is weird, but I, and, and I don't, this is weird. Cause I don't really like to look out the window a lot. Like I remember as a kid and my mom will probably never really remember this, but I remember, or maybe it wasn't her, but in my mind, I just remember somebody saying something about like, don't look out your windows because you could get shot 
I don't know why. And I never oh even gosh. lived in a neighborhood <laughs> where people were shooting. I don't even know. I, just, I never even lived in a neighborhood where people were shooting. But Pittsburgh community in Atlanta. I, I just you lived there I, for a little bit. No, this is when I was a kid. This is I heard this from when I was a kid. Oh, when okay. I was living in Maryland, so I don't know why, but now I don't really like to look out the windows that much. I mean, I'm getting a little bit more, but my husband loves to look out of a window. He just be standing there looking out. Just I don't know what he'd be doing or thinking about, but he'd be looking out. But anyways, I've always wanted a bay window with a bench in it. I don't know why, because I said I don't like to look out, but I just want to sit in the bench window. I don't know why, but that's like one of the things I really want in my house, a bench window with a seating area where you could just like curl up, read a book and relax, watch TV. That's what I want. Another thing I want, I want a house with two huge living spaces. Like when we grew up, we had a house, um, um, had a we had a sitting area and a, and a basement, which was like a family room. But like we didn't go in the sitting room. That's where you know, really only when guests came, you went there and you sat and talked. And then downstairs was where the TV was, and we hung out and played. So like if me, and my brother, and our cousins or whatever were downstairs playing, like my parents and my aunt and uncle would be in the little sitting room, you know, talking. So I like the idea of that having like a place where. Kids can go play, but also where our, my husband and I can just relax and talk and hang out without having to be bothered by the kids. I can send them somewhere else. So that's what I want. And then I know people in my in like recent days, people don't like a separate dining room. A lot of people feel like, oh, no one uses the dining room anymore. But I like a dining room, like a separate dedicated dining room or like a large enough space because I do like to entertain and host people and have, you know, meals and stuff together. So I like a separate dining room. I would love a huge house that's just, you know, good for five, five to six bedrooms where you could just have family and friends. And I love the junior suite ideas where everybody has their own bathroom. And then there's a separate downstairs bathroom for everybody or separate half bathroom for guests and stuff. Yeah, that's kind of the stuff that I would want in my dream house. And I would like a nice backyard where you can do fun stuff like a fire pit or whatever else, even though I'm not an outdoor girl like that. But I have a lanai now and I'd be out there a couple of times every now and then. So that's kind of what I would want to do in my house. That was fun. I know your house is so cute and I love your lanai situation. I know we got to have people over. I'm at, at some point I'm going to, I'm going to have, well, probably before I have my little house morning party, you, I'll definitely have, you You know, the kickback is kickback is always invited. We have an open door. Y'all can come anytime. Actually, you know, any of our friends can come anytime, but I, I will have an <laughs> official housewarming at some point. Well, that is very exciting. So, I mean, hey, this is the kickback and this is what we do. All right. <laughs> you might get an episode. You might not get one for four months. We might <laughs> do our format. We might just talk about whatever we want to talk about. But that's why it's the kickback. Evie, explain what it is in the first episode, I believe. It's a chill vibe. Am I wrong, Evie? You are not wrong. That's what it is. And that's what y'all are going to get just about every time now. What I will say is that 
if you got other stuff that you want to talk about, except for us talking about our dream home and the house process <laughs> and transitions, then we'll gladly take those submissions from you guys. Um, that don't mean we're going to talk about it, but we'll definitely take it into consideration because we might talk about it because you see how we are. We can go off the cuff. Like I didn't know it was going to go into all of this. And I don't think either of us did either because we didn't really have a script for y'all today because we was just like, we just got to talk to the people and let them know how we feel and and that we still alive and that we still good and that we not like the dead man in Tampa who was on his apartment for three months. Like we we not living like that. And I did not say that in a malicious way. And you got two people on this call right now just laughing, which is crazy because it's like it wasn't meant to be funny. I'm just telling our kickback family that we good. Like we are good. We are alive and well. Um, so do y'all have any recommends? Because I think that is something we can at least the temp check and the reference recommends. Those are the bookends. Yes, That's something we can to. at least be consistent for Definitely. the people. What y'all recommended for the people? Go ahead, Sharika. What I want to recommend is something that I've got. Now it's gonna take a little bit of an investment, or unless you like EB who's a baller and you just got it like that, you know, maybe you That's can just <laughs> I'm saying that Ed is rich. I don't know why, but it just makes me. I feel like he is. I feel like he's one of those people that, you know, is secretly rich but just pretends to be humble like the rest of us. But Girl, anyway. speak a prophetic word over our friend. I'm trying to go to his house down the long driveway. All right, and I'll be right <laughs> on that wraparound porch. But get you a good bed if possible. Hmm. I just got a new mattress, and let me tell you, I. I'm, I just, I, my back don't hurt no more. Okay. Get you a good mattress if possible. That is my recommendation because good sleep is important. Get a good pillow too. They be expensive, but I went on Amazon and I got me a nice little pillow for a good price. Just get you some good rest. Okay. That's my recommendation for you all. Okay, I have several and it's been so long. Forgive me if I've already recommended the morning show. It's on Apple TV. And when I got a new phone, actually with my old job, it came with like a free year Apple TV subscription. Honestly, now that I have another new phone, I wonder if I get finesse another free year. (laughs) I don't know. I need to look into into that. But anyway, I love that show. It's about um, just what, happens behind the scenes with shows like morning shows you know with newscasters and journalists and I think it's pretty juicy it does cover a bit of the me too movement so probably I shouldn't say a bit because the significant part of the plot line is about that and what happened honestly it mirrors what happened with Matt Lowry is he Lowry pretty sure Lowry 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 Yes, forgive me. I wasn't really watching the morning show once I got out of my mama's house because she was faithful every <laughs> every day on the way to school. We were watching the news while we got ready for school. But anyway, that show is phenomenal. And I just feel like so in line with Reese Witherspoon's character. She goes through a lot, but she says something about like just not fitting the mold in her current space and just wanting so much more out of uh, her co-workers and etc and I'm like girl been there and out of the, her, the organization she was with period not just like somebody specific but just feeling like you know I just outgrown this thing and I'm not a person that needs to remain stagnant and I'm not gonna like let go of, like my integrity or 
the goals that I have set for myself in life so that I can make everybody else feel comfortable. So I was like, girl, speak a good word. So I love that show. Um, and I'm going to let Evie go because I'm trying to bring up my next recommends and it has something to do with houses, but I don't want to say it until I actually get it up here. So uh, no, no problem. Um, I'll definitely sorry, give you... Oh, I changed my mind. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to wait until I have the facts really straight and nice so that I can send the link to you or Sharika because I don't want to half step with the people. So I'll just say this when it comes to houses, download the Zillow app, you guys. My husband used to do this when I first met him and I thought he was weird, but now I do it too. I just go on Zillow and just randomly look at different houses, look at different things that are available, look at the price points. And I just look all around the country. It's a very great little pastime. So if you have the Zillow app, dive in. If you don't have the Zillow app, dive in because your dream home is only, I don't know, a step away. Mm. Mm-hmm. That is that. Mm, that's a word right there. There you go. All right, E.B., <laughs> take it away. All right. So I would say for me, my recommend is I apologize for those of you who don't got it. And it ain't my business. But Netflix. Slide to Netflix. And there is a show called Squid Game. For those of you who don't like violence. Those of you who don't like seeing people die. Me. For those of you who, I don't know what else to say about it, but it's a very intense, very interest, interesting show. Um, I don't know. I would just, I'm recommending it just for you to just go watch it. You dive into Netflix, go to the Squid Game, and you'll be like, what in the heck did EB just recommend? The plot and the twist and just everything are just, I don't know. Yeah. So just, you so you say if I like violence or if I don't like violence, should I watch it or should I not? You I'm just saying if you clear. don't, but I don't even think it's not like crazy, crazy where you're gonna be like, oh, what just happened? But it's it's a it's a very interesting show. And I think you will I think all people will enjoy it. Um it shows you in the best way, I would say it shows you the greed that people have in this world when it comes to money, and it shows you that people continue to not want to work together to achieve common goals that they probably could have worked together. Mm. Um, I don't want to give any spoilers, but there are some stuff that has come out since I've completed it on social media. And I'm like, wow, I missed that. That was crazy. Um, so I'm not going to give it on here, but I'll, you know, I'll say it another time maybe. So uh, like I say for a lot of other things, y'all got to the next time we record to watch it because if you don't watch it by then <laughs> that means you're probably not gonna watch it so no, i'm gonna give all the spoilers then that only gives me a week i'm on episode five how many episodes you can finish it two days. it's only don't like nine that, hopefully we're going back to week to week don't do that yeah, <laughs> <know>. hopefully <laughs> oh, we go, no we're going back to week to week all right so that's all i got that's all i got for recommendations Evie, I'm glad you recommended it because I thought about recommending that, but I was like, let me finish it first to make sure it's not, it doesn't end like trash, but it is riveting. And I hope we can have an, cause you know, we're in spooky season, have a whole episode just diving into like that show and like how it mirrors things that are happening socially, not just in Korea, but around the world, because I've started to do a deep dive. It is very interesting. I'll just keep it at that. And I can't wait to finish it. Well, I can't wait to hear y'all talk about it because I will not Sharika. be watching. 
I can't take the killing and the close death your eyes the... on those parts. That's what I do. But then it's I know what I'll still know that they're gone, and that will make me sad. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. Don't let me pressure you because only you know what you can take. And if you know, like, if this will, if that will give you like nightmares or anything, I I don't want to be the mm. friend that's like, do it, do it. Don't you to your own self be true. Okay. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it'll give me nightmares. I don't really think I was gonna say I don't really get nightmares because I guess because I don't really watch stuff like that. So I guess that's why I don't, but I don't know. I'll see. I'll I'll to, I will be true to myself though. But thank you for that. All right, you already know what it is. It's your boy EB, Sharika, and Sabrina, and it's your kickback family. And just remember, if life tries to kick you down, make sure you kick back. Until next time.